Welcome to the Open Apple Podcast, where we celebrate the Apple II. Whether you're a longtime user, a nostalgic visitor, or a newcomer to the community, join us as we share news and memories of Steve Wozniak's most famous personal computer. Welcome to the 19th annual episode of the Open Antikirks. This is Ken Gagney. And Carrington Vanston. And I still don't know what we're recording. Oh, and I'm Mike McGinnis. And I'm Kevin Savitz. Excellent. Welcome all. This is a round table, not the retro computing round table. It's a rectangular table. <clears throat> that is true. It is rectangular. We are in the Rockhurst Chapel in the basement of Corcoran Hall, and we are recording at Kansas Fest 2013. And we are having a very good time. And I'm sort of frightened here because I have co-hosts from both of my podcasts here, and I handle those shows entirely differently, and so I'm just confused, and I might just melt down in the corner. How do you handle them differently? How, do you, how is Carrington different from me? I'm gentler. Am I? Yes, and I cuddle. You canoodle? <laughs> is that what they do in, in, in so Canada? Ha- let's talk Kansas Fest. All right. <laughs> he says cutting off that, it's the, that line of discussion. We're not going any further down this road. It's the 25th annual Kansas Fest. It's my 16th. It's your... Fourth. Fourth. I lied to you earlier when I said it's my third. I look you right in the eye, Ken, and I lied to you on camera. And Mike, this is your, what, 10th? Um, well, no, it's not the 10th. I started in oh, that's right. 05, like skipped away, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12. So 8th, I think. I, I have that many fingers up as I'm counting. And Kevin. It's my first time. Oh, Woo! I'm the virgin in the chapel. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you are the sacrifice. Oh, I'm, I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> oh, my. Indeed. <laughs> so how's your first K-Fest been, Kevin? I'm having a really great time. Even though you're an Atari guy? I was a little, had a little trepidation because... Yeah. I'm an Atari guy. In an Atari shirt, in by an the way, Atari listeners. shirt. And uh, I thought, I just wasn't sure what to expect. I thought I might not have anything to talk about with these Apple people. But What do you talk about? I Well, it's all 6502, so it's okay. <laughs> They're very inclusive. They're just like, okay. And you survived the initial stoning. Yes. Yeah, right, yeah, right. So you're, better, you're a stronger man for it. Right. Um, I've been having a great time, and the people here are fabulous, and I've just made all sorts of great friends in the last couple of days, and... I'm really been having fun. So what's up with the fingernails? Uh, um, yeah, I painted my fingernails. Um, they're the colors of, of the Apple logo. I see. So What color are they normally? Well, normally, I usually get blue or green. But in deference to Kansas Fest, I, they're painted. Now, people keep thinking they're M&Ms, but they're not. They're <laughs> just balanced on your tip fingers. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, you know, blue, green, orange, red. Yellow and, and green. It was interesting because there's six colors in the old school Apple logo, but I only have five fingers in each hand. So you weren't committed enough to uh, get <laughs> a little surgery done. I'm not polydactyl, oh. and this is so. Anyway, um, yeah. See, an actual Apple fan would have brought six fingers on each hand. You Atari guys, honestly, I'm just not committed. I'm sorry. So, Karen, did you drove down again? I did. This but not time, on your Vespa. Not on my Vespa. This time, a larger two wheel one. I brought down my motorcycle. Cool. Um, Are you gonna let me take it for a spin later? Uh, yes, because Ken, in his first of many midlife crises, uh, got his motorcycle <laughs> license last year. That's right, ladies. He's a biker. <laughs> I'm hardcore. Ken and I are going to form a little tiny nerd gang <laughs> and ride around with our motorcycles. But yeah, the only downside with bringing the, the big old Harley down, I guess the two downsides are, one, it is hot in Kansas, and so riding a massive, boilingly hot engine wasn't necessarily the right choice. And also, there's a lot less storage on a motorcycle than a scooter. So I, I had to cut out one bag, so I have no actual Apple II hardware. I'm sort of a... I'm like an Atari guy. It's crazy. <laughs> I've got uh, uh, no. I meant to bring down a 2C, so I've got n- nothing of real hardware. Are you doing emulation? Yeah, so an all emulation. Well, K-Fest. a lot of people have been doing that. 
They're I, not real. No? <laughs> no. Just, they're, they're just dead to me. Head, yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen that, especially lately. Uh, a lot more people seem to be going the emulation route. So. Mm. You're not alone. They're lazy people. But especially with the release of Sweet 16 3.0 exactly. today. Mm-hmm. Look at that segue. That's why these guys have the, the big And speaking of segues, we had a driver up on here today. Oh, boy. Oh, he's good. He's good, folks. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the room with podcasting greatness. We did indeed. It was quite a surprise, but uh, this bearded guy who knows a lot about Apple showed up. And wouldn't leave. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> it no. is. I've never left. It was, was. Yeah, it was um, a bit of a surprise or rumblings that he would show up, and he did. And it has been spectacular. Yeah, Jason, so much fun. Jason, so- Scott, uh, Jason Scott spotted the tweet, not tweeted the spot or <laughs> speeded the twat or anything like that. <laughs> no. So, and, uh, Outed Waz as headed this way from Australia. Jason Scott has outed Waz. <laughs> the headlines. Oh and there was some question for a while because we wasn't, weren't sure if he was just coming here for business or just randomly going to be in Kansas. And we're just, for or, a while it was kind of questionable. Turns out he does have family in the area, so yeah. there were other reasons for him to be here. And especially with somebody that famous and popular, you never know when his schedule might change at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it turned out that he was here because something else had canceled. His schedule cleared up the last minute. He's like, oh, I'll go to K-Fest. And because Mike McGinnis leapt on him and basically said, come, first I am you, Mike McGinnis. I command you. And uh, Waz as well, okay. First you out of Waz, now me. What's <laughs> next, Carrington? Now, how did this come to pass, Mike? This actually started because of the podcast I do with you, Ken. It was sort of a random thought that I had, one amongst many. <laughs> and I thought, what a great idea to have Waz on, and I would surprise you. I didn't tell you that I was going to do this. If he said yes, and if no, no big deal. What if, what if he said yes and I said no? <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> I'd have your head examined. No, I, I asked him, and on Facebook, Waz is a, a nice, friendly guy, and if you ask him simple questions that he can sort of keep to, what are you laughing at? You, you describe him like he's Eliza. <laughs> Maybe. (laughs) Waz did indeed pass the Turing test. (laughs) If you ask him simple questions, he will answer in short, simple sentences. (laughs) Why do you ask that, that, Mike? (laughs) How does that make you feel? feel? (laughs) So I asked him to come uh, on the Open Apple podcast, and I stated in a way, I said, with all the Apple ones selling in the news lately, and you just got to meet those other four Apple One owners and hang out with them, and... Uh, Kansas Fest is coming up next month. Come be on the podcast. And I imagine that he was running through an airport reading from his phone and keyed in on the word Kansas Fest. That's the only explanation I can think of for the exchange of emails that happened following this. He sends a reply back in a few minutes that says, some time on my schedule is just cleared up. I, I have, uh, I need to know the start dates and hotel information. And I thought, well, our podcast doesn't happen over multiple days, and you generally don't need a hotel to do this, but let me try again. And so I wrote back, again, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, so it's not sinking in what he's asking just yet. I said, no, I just need a couple of hours with you on Skype and a microphone. Again, he writes back, I don't have time to do this myself. I just need the information from you. Give me the start dates, hotel information. And at this point, you know, it's it's I'm starting to feel like Winnie the Pooh thinks thinks. <laughs> Something is happening here. And so I sent this off. I sent this exchange off to a couple of trusted people and Ken as well. And I said, does this sound to you like it, it sounds to me that maybe he's thinking Kansas Fest instead of this podcast? And, and the replies that I got were sort of mild interest but noncommittal. This is back in June. Waz is very busy and his schedule changes all the time. And, and 
So I, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. But I said, well, that's okay. We'll just go ahead and pursue this. And he put me in contact with his wife, Janet, who handles his schedule. And we just kind of went back and forth, um, what he would want and dates. And mostly he just wanted a schedule. Brown M&M's only on his rider. That's right. Or I trashed the hotel. Um, and so to cut a, to shorten a, slightly shorten a long story. Too late. Yeah, I understand. He, uh, they said, he said he would do it and, and he would come out here. And, and at this point, I tried to pass things off to a couple of members of the Kansas Fest Committee. And for whatever reason, Waz and his wife kept talking to me instead of them. And so I just said, hey, guys, they seem to be comfortable talking to me. Are you okay if I just CC you on everything? And I said, that's fine. And so we went back and forth. They kept saying, I need a schedule, I need a schedule. And Kansas Fest tends to wait till later on to publish the schedule of events. They don't normally need to make it available to everybody when, when, you're, when your session is going to happen three Saturdays from now. So I eventually got a draft PDF from somebody. I sent it on to Janet, and uh, I didn't hear anything. And I thought, well, okay, it's off. No big deal. As I'm driving across the golden plains of Kansas along vast empty stretches of I-70, the desolate wasteland between <laughs> Colorado and, and Kansas City, Missouri, I get an email from Janet saying, Waz is coming. Here's his schedule. Here's what he wants to see. This was, today is Thursday? It was Monday. Yeah. This was, uh, yeah, it happened on Monday afternoon. I, so I sent it immediately off to the committee. Uh and I guess it caused a bit of a panic because we were working on a, a, a schedule uh, a schedule that was several revisions old. And so they had to go and rearrange everything back to the events that he wanted to see to make sure that he could see the ones he thought he was going to see. <laughs> on, what was it, Tuesday? Tuesday. Okay. So um, That's the only part of the begin. <laughs> so we're going to divert again <laughs> a little bit. On Tuesday, Waz tweets out that he's headed towards Kansas City. Waz uses Foursquare and... Tweets and uses that to say, I'm going to this location, this location, the flight numbers. He's kind of really scarily open to that. I'm glad there are no stalkers looking for him. Um, and we had asked him not to say anything about this. And he said, no, no problem. He forgot that when, because there's not that many people that follow him on Foursquare, but when he does it, it automatically tweets and posts to Facebook. And that's where everybody follows him. Jason Scott saw this, posted on the Kansas Fest list. Uh, idle thought and, and sort of threw it out there that Waz was coming to Kansas City. What do you think? And so the rumor mill kind of to really took off from there. But I think we did a good job of containing it and not really um, letting it slip that he was actually going to be here except for a few people until the very last minute. So we brought him in the back door here at uh, Corcoran Hall into the, the, the conference room that we use for sessions, and it was nice watching faces light up and, oh, wow, he really is here. So... Um, and obviously, it certainly wasn't just me. The Kansas Fest committee guys were, were very gracious in helping me to do this and telling me what, how I should talk to him. I was going to curse him out and kick him in the head when I saw him. They said, probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> but I'm not used to dealing with celebrities and people who have schedules like that, so I just tell me what to say. And they were very good about helping me help him plan to be here. Uh, Janet, his wife, is also and, and manager, she's also very good at planning. Um, but as... You'll hear in a different interview on a different podcast with Waz, there were two things that made him come, and it had nothing to do with me, unfortunately. One was that the time had freed up, well, it's all character. Yeah. The time had freed up in his I schedule. Am, I am both of those things. Yes. <laughs> and 
I happened, just happened to ask him within a couple of hours of when that happened because he said if you'd waited another half a day, it, something else would have been put in there. And the fact that Randy Wigginton was here. He said, I really wanted to see Randy. And so those two things um, sort of kicked this whole thing off, and it just slowly came together. And I kept doubting, no, I can't be. There was times when I was even thinking, this has got to be like somebody at the other end of this email is pranking me. Yeah, but it seemed to be their legitimate email addresses. So up until they pulled around the corner in the car, I was never 100% that Waz was going to be here. But he was here. He was here for the uh, keynote speech with, with Randy. He spent most of the day with us today, and he'll be here for a while tomorrow. And I don't mind saying that I feel pretty good about having had a hand in that. Congratulations. Well, Thanks thank for making you. that happen. Waz was at Kansas Fest in 2003. <laughs> he was the keynote speaker over at Avila University. It was our penultimate year at that campus before moving to Rutgers. And this has been not only the 10th anniversary of his last appearance, but also the 25th KFS. Seems pretty appropriate to come. So, Kevin, what was it like meeting both Randy Wigginton and Steve Wozniak? Um, Randy was great. Um, Steve, I had met once before, but um, he he's so gracious and he so patient. And, and but when he's sitting there and he's like holding court and there's like 20, 25 people surrounding him. It's like a hive of activity wherever he goes and he signs every last thing people ask to sign and he answers all the questions and he, he's just he seems to um, he loves the community and seems to be he's just very gracious and uh, good guy does anybody think we were just a bunch of fanboys around him I'm sure we were and I'm glad that he told I'm sure I we were but I think it's fanboys in that they're really appreciating something that he's made and he seems to still be really proud of. So it's not like something he made in the past and he's dismissive of. It's like, oh, you're a fan of my first album. Who cares? He loves, I think, the idea of the Apple One and the Apple Two still in a way that I think makes him really open to discussing it and interacting with people who still see value in it as well. He was amazingly gracious. Yeah. And I loved all the little details he would throw in. So you'd have somebody giving a talk on something and he'd say, oh, do you want to know why we did, we socketed those? And I was like, why, yes, we do. And so having him here was fantastic. Even without was though, this would be a fantastic Kansas Fest. Like the, I thought the keynote was amazing. I thought Randy was spectacular and has been really fun to interact with as well. Like him on his own has been great. Plus the sessions have been fantastic. This year has been an amazing Kansas Fest completely so far. So there was another surprise appearance just today. One mm -hmm. day only here at Kansas Fest. It was an Apple one. It was. What was fun about that was I was a speaking to somebody one? saying real, yet an actual Apple one. Did you yeah. miss that one? Well, all the rest of us were involved in bringing that to Kansas Fest, so Mike, and we kept it secret from you. I was trying to be sly and ask you a question to lead to an answer that I wanted to get, and you missed it entirely and made me do this, and now it's awkward. Ask me awesome. again, awkwardly. Here, I'll just interrupt. There was a gentleman from <laughs> Chicago named Christopher who drove down for the day with his own Apple One, which he bought about 17 years ago from a former Apple employee. Mike shaking his head at Mike. Do I have he didn't buy it. He stole oh, it. Right. No, no, no. I'm sorry. There, there was a deal where... Kevin and I immediately go, he stole it. This, this employee had two broken Apple Ones, and he said, this employee said to Christopher, if you can fix one and give it back to me, you can have the other one. And Christopher said, sure, and he ended up fixing both of them. Who's going to say no to that? Because he yeah. was able to turn on the Apple One today, and mm -hmm. Sheppy and I and some others actually got some keyboard time with an actual working Apple One. That was a really cool experience, to be downstairs, hanging out and chatting with Waz and Randy Wigginton, and then come upstairs and hang out with an Apple One. I'm like, well, this is an interesting Kansas Fest full of surprises. Yeah, amazing.
Yeah, Waz came up and, and talked about it. It turned into a little impromptu session about history and some functions. He wouldn't program it. We asked him to, to do something, and he said, I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, he, he, seems, he seemed reluctant to, to do that. Yeah. He typed on it, but he didn't... He didn't uh, he didn't want to program it. I asked him to, to code an HDMI driver for the big screen TV that was in the room, and he just really quickly while we all wait. Yeah, just yeah, just you know, code it up. But he didn't want to do that. <laughs> you think you're so good? I hear rumors. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Watts. Right. Let's see if you got the chops. <laughs> it was fantastic. I've never seen an Apple one in, in person. No, neither. Well, it was also, I think, a testament to how cool and relaxed and casual Kansas Fest is. Is the Apple one's up there? with its owner, and I'm standing there, and he realizes he's trying to get it to work off the TV, and it, and it can't work. So he runs out to his car to go get it. Doesn't say anything, just leaves. So I'm standing there with this, I'm like, I, I guess I'll watch this. <laughs> just, I was like, That's great. And then he tries to come back, but you need a card to get back in. And he didn't have a card. So he's at the door knocking on the door. I'm like, do I leave the $600,000 computer and let the owner in and hope it's still here when I come back? Or do I just wave at him and say, there's $600,000 of equipment on this side of the door and there's you on that side of the door? <laughs> Who are you? Go away. <laughs> Go away. Me and my wow. computer Call are having security. So, so time. Yeah, well, just it's that kind of atmosphere. Probably it's great. maybe 200000 200000 highly, highly modified, not many original parts. 400000 is the lowest I can go, Mike. <laughs> Go <laughs> uh, three ninety. How's that? Sold. <laughs> Mike McGinnis has himself an Apple One. You know, it's it, this app, particular Apple One was scavenged not only for the one that he fixed, but for several other Apple Ones that he helped fix later on. And so it didn't have a lot of original parts. And you know what? I didn't care at all yeah. because I have pictures of me programming on a real Apple One, and I think most of us here do, and it's really cool. Most of us have pictures of you programming on Apple One. <laughs> I don't think that's true. You should have shared. <laughs> Honestly. And then Dan McLaughlin, also known as Ion Farmer, collected from us pictures that we had had taken with Randy Wigginton and that's Steve Wozniak. And what? I said, that's Dan McLaughlin? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same experience talking to Mike Whalen. We had been chatting for a day or two at Kansas Fest. Then he offhandedly mentions that he's Ultra Magnus on Twitter. I'm like, oh my god, I had an entire discussion with you last week. That's you. Uh, but Ion Farmer collected photos that we contributed to him. He brought them to Walmart, had them printed as 8x10 glossies, and then tomorrow, in the brief few hours that Wozniak is still here, we can get him to sign them. Yep, he got one, he do one for me too. Yep. What a nice guy. Do you guys, are you going to have it signed because you need proof that that's actually Woz in the photo of Woz? I'm going to sign it for Woz. Oh, I see. <laughs> of course, my photo with Woz was ruined by my podcast co-host. I'm pretty good at that, yeah. That wasn't me! <laughs> I got. So I, I proved to you it's not me. That arm is too long, and that photo to have been mine. Back and to the left. It, get the Zapruder film out again. It's not me. It's not me. Is Waz, there was is a Waz second Apple, shooter. Is Waz Apple employee number one? Is that correct? Yes. In our hearts, Jobs yes. Zero. He was one, so Jobs decided to be a jerk and be zero. Okay. So I'm standing in the in between Apple employees number one and six, which makes me three and a half on average. So is and, there like an Erdish number for for Apple employees? Do you like have is that yeah, anybody? You're all one. looking at me vague. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly okay. what you mean. And it's one. <laughs> oh, it's one. There. Yes. Okay, nice. I am an Apple employee. <laughs> okay. And I get the photo that somebody's taken on my camera, and somebody is giving me bunny ears, and my podcast co-host nope. is in the background looking very well, amused and guilty. Okay, wow. here's the thing. I can settle this. I'm the one who took the photo. It was me holding the camera, and it was Randy. Yes, I found that out oh, okay. <laughs> Wow, you didn't throw me under the bus. I was expecting you to just put this all and on And Randy me. did it because Mike told him to. Oh, you didn't uh, think I'd go there, did you? Ah, uh, got me. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. 
But then Ken got another photo. I think he knows Mike. I was kind of annoyed. I went up to Randy. I said, can we get another photo? Somebody photobombed my last one. I'm hearing this, and I'm going, what is he talking about? And and Randy... He gives me a a dirty look. I'm like, why? I know. I didn't know. And when I say this to Randy, he's like, what a jerk. All right, let's do it again. (laughs) See, the thing is, I think all the early Apple employees, other than Zero... Seem to be pranksters. Yeah, total, Randy total pranksters. Right in I do fit right in. <laughs> when you awesome. grease me up. Um, so, let's talk sessions. What have yeah. you guys enjoyed session-wise? I liked the pie last night. That was good pie. Mm, was that pie. You brought? Ken brought us pie. Yeah, and we had a lot of talk about the, the raspberry pie. pie. The apple pie went first. There was no raspberry pie, unfortunately. I really wanted it. But there was a raspberry pie session. Pie, that's what yes, I mean. Yeah. Ken, <laughs> Ken bought, brought in a number of pies and made us stand there and watch him watch him as he ate them. No. That's no. not what happened? I just sat in the corner and stuck my thumb in. By the fourth well, pie, it. he was just weeping. No, they were, they were, they were wonderful <laughs> Why pies. Why did I do this to myself? Now, is this... Is this Instead of the <laughs> annual standard Krispy Kreme donut night, because that is tonight because you're a health nut and and into vegan stuff and weird, which is why I got pie with lard in it. <laughs> yes, thanks no. for telling me. <laughs> Vegetarian too, dude. Ah, no, not was, anymore. It was, no, it was lard free. Trust me. I'm like <laughs> God. Anyway, so no. Uh, last you're gonna get, get stoned. Last night was pie instead of pizza. So mm-hmm. pizza pie just dropped the pizza pie minus the pizza. Tonight is the Ryan Suminaga Krispy Kreme Memorial Night, hosted by Kirk Mitchell, and tomorrow night will be the annual Juice GS Pizza Party, which is taking the place of the banquet. What? So sessions. <laughs> so that's the food. Not, we're not done telling you about food you're not going to eat, podcast <laughs> listener. So listen out, Reg. I'm walking out of the. Oh, what about um the. But the, that's sort of the heart of Kansas. Well, I, actually, the heart of Kansas Fest is the hallway discussions and the impromptu stuff, I the think. Discussions. It's the, the discussions and the with fixings. the community. <laughs> the discussions and the fixings, some of you three. But yeah. we gather around fairly formal-ish sessions where people actually get up and present. So you don't have to. If you come to Kansas Fest, you don't have to present anything. And there are a but metric butt-ton of sessions but this year. Ton. I mean, we, normally it's like 9 to 5. This year it's like 8 to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it's fantastic. That's because attendance is up like 50%. Without people knowing Waz was here. Right. Attendance right. would have been up a lot more if they knew he was Last coming. year we had 47 people. This year we have 62 it's a lot of people. And that's mostly newcomers. There are like a dozen first-timers. Which has been great. I love the newcomers. I love meeting people that I've never met before at Kansas Fest. And yeah. It's great to interact I mean, with some them. Some people yeah, we've known them. online for years, like Helvin mm-hmm. Sherlock. Other mm-hmm. people have been here before, but not in a, about a decade, like Glenn Gunselman. Mm-hmm. And then we just have a variety of newcomers, like Alan Coles and Kevin Savitz. And we're still surprised when we tie their face to their names. At least I am. Right. Except Kevin. Right. Or like New York. Right. Kevin, because I've seen pictures of him online and things like that. But in the post office. Yeah. <laughs> milk, milk jug milk yeah. Well, that's only because I'm in the post office checking to see if my face is up there and like yanking it down. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, I'm, so, I'm done being funny. So we've <laughs> you started. You started. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had sessions Set like Martin Hayes deprotection. We had Charles, which was fantastic. We had Charles Mangan showing us how to hack our RPGs to level up. Also fantastic. I was really looking forward to that one because hack and Bardstale, I'm in. Yeah, we had Ivan Drucker with the Raspberry Pi, and one of several sessions he's doing about Raspberry Pi, so this was the primer. We had Sheppy showing off Sweet 16 3.0. Yeah, with exciting drag and drop both to and from OS X. Best feature ever. Bernie yeah. to the rescue had that about, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> and it's back, amazing. Yeah. I know, I've been dying for this. And we had Charles Mangan showing off the Retro Connector. Mm-hmm. We had Matt Hellinger talking about how to teach U.S. kids programming. 
So that doesn't apply to your kids. No, only you. All the Canadian kids already know how to program. In French. Well, yes. <laughs> we, we program in both languages. <laughs> Country and Western. Can you imagine what it would have been like to be one of those presenters knowing that the gentleman who invented the computer you're <laughs> presenting on is in the audience? And will yell, wrong! Lies! <laughs> it's not how it was! It's not how it is! Was is just like that. Very disruptive. He is. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> there, was mouth this, on that guy. there was the session that Tony gave on the disc 2 drive because was did a lot of work with Randy on the disc 2 drive. And I'm standing behind them as, as Randy, as Tony's up there giving the session, they're whispering back and forth to each other as he's going through these things. I'm wondering, wondering what they were saying. Mm, wrong, mm, wrong, better. wrong again. We will, wrong again. <laughs> we will never know. We'll know. We'll ask. Awkward silence. Uh, so I particularly liked Martin's and Ivan's presentations, which Every year is something I sort of look forward to. Kansas Fest has become, I'm going to go and see these two incredibly brilliant people do things that will inspire me. And that happens every Kansas Fest. It's amazing to see them present. That reminds me that Martin's deprotection session began with him debuting a new upcoming 8-bit RPG for the Apple II that he's working on with Brendan Roberts and Seth Sternberger. That's what Martin's like. He'll he'll toss out at the beginning of his session something that will be an entire session. It's like the one more thing comes first. Just for, oh, by the way, here's here's this this amazing RPG coming with, like, 3D walkthrough parts. Oh, and by the way, we're building that with this incredible new tool that does graphics on a modern computer. And absolute pixel level perfect where you put this dot and say, oh, no, that's going to have fringe and all. Oh, I'm just throwing that. Okay, now let me get to my actual session. Right. I beg your pardon. (laughs) And we're not the only ones who are blown away by that stuff. Uh, that one in particular, and I've, I've, I've been watching a lot of these sessions from the back of the room, and I watch Waz as we're giving these. I've seen him say wow and get, and be surprised by a, a whole lot of the stuff that we're talking about, yeah. especially the Martin's. Um, I don't think it was the actual demonstration of the, of the real-time ray tracing that was going to be part of this game, but knowing that that's coming and he thinks it's possible, shocked Waz. Tony having that 2X board that Waz worked on, it's the only one of its kind. Waz has been... Dying to see that thing. His response when Tony said he had it was, wow. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing that when they were signing things, because like you said, I, when I say you, I'm pointing at, I'm pointing at Ken in a radio way, so you can understand. Um, he signed, uh, the Super 2, which Sean had brought. And they signed it, and Wasson, said, well, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's a Super 2. How that? How do you have that? <laughs> like, it's just, and, and Randy was like, well, how did this even get out of Apple? And so they'll be quite surprised. This is the kind of thing you see at Kansas Fest, that stuff that will surprise even Randy and Watts. Or you don't see if you didn't come. Uh, yeah, you missed out this year if you didn't come. Kevin, did you have anything signed? No, I didn't have anything signed. Did you get your photo taken? No. I have memories. Did you bring, like, an Atari... Thing for them to sign? No, I didn't bring anything. I talked to Waz, I've talked to people, I've, I'm having yeah. fun, but. You know, I didn't get I anything signed to, either. I don't need to collect it. Yeah, I'm not a, a get things. No, Mike, on the other hand, now has the only Waz edition, uh, Apple 3. That was actually, actually <laughs> accidental. I didn't want him to sign that. Oh, I mean. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I handed the, the case top to Randy and I wanted him to sign it because he made that, that horribly awkward and hysterically funny comment about the Apple 3. Being the the byproduct of a drunken orgy that nobody wants to claim anymore, and I thought it'd be funny to have him sign. And he got a kick out of it and said, "I don't think I should be doing this." And then signed it, and everybody laughed. And handed it to Waz, and Waz just signed right right there. Because Waz will sign anything that you put in front of him, yep. anything. And it's that's great. But in this case, how do you yank it out of his hands? And say, no, don't sign that. So. 
It was fun to see them interact about it too, because I was there when they were signing oh, that's it. That's right. And was, uh, um, I think when Randy had said, I don't know if I should be surprised this or signing this, was it so? I've never heard anybody say anything really bad about the Apple III. <laughs> Randy's like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and just just launched into this thing, made my committee piece of courage. And so that was very funny. I think everyone there was taken aback by that. Yes. But Randy will like say, and Roz is just a really nice guy. I think he never says anything negative. And Randy's like, what? This thing? Are you kidding me? That was great. There's been a lot of moments like that at Kansas <laughs> Fest. And it's only, is it Thursday? It is. Wow. Thursday. Okay. Two more days. days. Yeah. It's Friday a- afternoon and Saturday are going to be a huge letdown with that was. No, I'm kidding. No, there's great stuff coming the next couple of days. I mean, that's the fun of Kansas Fest, like we were saying, the the community, the hangouts, the sessions, and the fact that it's immersive. Like, you can, there's so many retro gatherings you can go to that are an afternoon or maybe a weekend. But what I think the main thing that differentiates Kansas Fest is you immerse yourself into it and you, you literally live at the event all together for four days. There's, there's no escape. No, and there's nothing like it. There's yeah. not, there's no other retro event where you're, you're, Dorming together. It's really like a reality show. Yeah. Unless you're Waz and then you don't stay indoors. No. But the fact that Waz stayed at all, because 10 years ago he came and went, and our other keynote speakers, John Romero, was here for less than 12 hours. <laughs> uh, Bob Bishop stayed a day or two. Mark Simonson flew out as quickly as he could. Lane Roth, when he came as our keynote speaker, left right away. Jason Scott left right away. So Waz and Randy together have been here much longer than anybody. And Jason Scott's here now and is staying for a while. And he was here two yeah. years ago as well. Yeah, everybody's staying. So people can't repeat. They come back. What yep. other speakers? This is a heck of a Kansas Fest. I think that's ultimately to the benefit not only of Kansas Fest, but of its attendees as well. Mm-hmm. And it allows us to maybe parlay that into even more better speakers in the future. So what do you guys think? Kansas Fest going to have another one? This won't be the, the last Given the phenomenal growth, how could they possibly say, let's stop here? I mean, unless they want to end on a high note, but it's not like this is dwindling to the point where it's pathetic and we should put it out of its misery. On the other hand, how do you top this? Do you but do you need to? to? Oh. Hey. Hey. Owe me a coat. Oh. <laughs> but there was one year, you, you've seen the lobby of Corcoran Hall upstairs, and one year we had so few attendees that the entire group photo just fit on those stairs. Too bad the group photo this year looks like it'll happen without was. That's true. We can Photoshop them in. And there were a few things that would have been nice to have had happen when Waz was still here. So I wouldn't want the, the Kansas Fest to be just the Waz gallery. Of course not. There's so how, much that isn't How cool would, would it have been for him to judge Hackfest entries? Yeah, that I kind of wish they had done. They should have maybe even ended earlier or something. What's we'll just call it Waz Fest? No. Kansas Fest is fantastic. This is my fourth one, and the first three were also fantastic, and they were Wazless. So I've had many fantastically Wazless days. <laughs> so who do we want as the next keynote speaker? Me. Then, so then, where, where else could we go for Waz? This thing is dwindling. We should put it up. <laughs> that would be a good question. Well, who are there any big Apple names left? That who would be the yeah. the big get? I mean, I can think. Uh, how about Chris Espinoza, Bill Fernandez, uh, Andy Hertzfeld? Andy Hertzfeld is the one I was just thinking, and he's never done it. Nope. That would that would be a serious grab. He can, I would come, be... he can come talk about Google Plus. Talk about a guy who knows Apple lore, literally. Like, that would be, that would be fantastic. I would get all, he's actually somebody I'd want to sign things. I would bring, I'd bring a, a hypercard, I think. Yes, and my chest. <laughs> he would sign my chest, Ken, that is correct. Uh, who else would we have here? Oh, I know. How about somebody from Sierra Online? Ken or Roberta Williams? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Then we take the, the, the group photo in a hot tub. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> oh my. 
but yeah, I mean, there are so many people from back in the day who are still around. I mean, Ken and Roberta are not the most engaging individuals in the sense that they are not very outgoing or receptive to talking about those days. They've kind of like done their thing and now they're off. I don't even know if they're going to be in that Sierra Online Kickstarter documentary. Oh. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, beyond them, there's still lots of people that we could get to talk. And I think it's also nice to mix it up every now and then with somebody who's still doing stuff or doing new things in the retro community. Like Jason Scott a couple of years ago, I thought that was a great keynote speech because he was able to give some context to this. Not, here's what happened 35 years ago, but here's what's happening today. Here's what you guys are doing that's important. Actually, then, I would say, like, if somebody comes up with something spectacular, they could be a good keynote speaker. I would think then in a year or two, it should be Martin. Yeah, Martin, hey, up there. If you, they put out this, this amazing looking, um, RPG, <laughs> just get the three of them in and let them talk. <laughs> Let's get that group because, Holy cow. I'd like to see Randy Brent come back as the keynote speaker. Some, yeah. some would say he already gave his keynote speech last year. True. Yeah, but he was here and he wasn't officially the keynote speaker. So. Mm. Too bad he wasn't here when Mark Simonson was. That'd be cool. Damn you, Randy. Oh, well. So, Kevin, have you found this a welcoming place? Yes. Absolutely. I've made a bunch of friends <laughs> and a bunch more people who... Seem nice, but whose names I don't remember yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, they seem nice, but they at, the, at the time, <laughs> they surprised. It's me. been very welcoming, and I, people are let me talk about my my Atari projects, and uh, sure. I've, I've learned a lot about the Apple. And, and uh, yeah. I've always yeah. promoted Kansas as something that I think if somebody just has a love of retro tech of some sort. I think they can fit in and have a good time here. It doesn't have to be. I mean, it's very Apple centric, and it should be. It's right. an Apple. It's yeah. an Apple event. But I think people can have a good time if they're just lovers of retro tech, sort of in general. You know, we have one attendee, and I regret that I already forgot who I was having this conversation with. But he said that he turned on his first Apple II ever last week. Ever? Ever? Wow! And then it comes to Kansas Fest. Yes, I believe that was Mike Whalen. That sounds about right. Pretty impressive that he would want to come after. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've not, had we've had people come who had never used an Apple II. Yep, not the two our own horns, but he came because he listens. He's a listener both to Open Apple, uh, No Quarter, which I do with you, Carrington, and the Retro Computing Roundtable. So that's two for me, but not one. Two for you, and one for Kid. Juice GS, you know that hack rag. Yeah, I it. You just keep talking about it, talking about it, and just like, all right, this sounds fun. Sure, make a quarter of the covers. Yeah, yeah. We've talked him into submission. This exactly. This will be my first time into it. This will be my first time writing about Kansas Fest for Juice GS in three years because I used to be the marketing director for Kansas Fest, and I felt that that prevented me from imbuing my article with my own perspective because I wanted to maintain some sort of professional distance. Mm. And you know, when a, a professional publication would never allow the marketing director of an event to cover the event, huge conflict of interest. But now I'm not on the committee anymore, so I can do that. So I'm going to write. A really scathing <laughs> personal narrative of my experience this week. Awesome. Blistering attacks on everyone who showed up. Awesome. Uh, so, Kevin, I am not asking for a commitment, but <laughs> for some people, Kansas Fest, you know, once you come, you're hooked for life. It's an annual tradition. Other people, it's a market off your bucket list kind of thing. Right. Do you know what it's going to be for you? I would come back. You would? Yeah, absolutely. That's excellent. I'm really glad to hear that. And I think we would all come back. Sure. Yeah. I came the first time because it was a bucket list thing. I had wanted to come for years, and I thought, I, I want to go do that. But I really didn't think I would be doing it more than once. But you took a couple of years off immediately afterward. 
Well, yeah, it was a lot to handle. <laughs> but I, it's busy. I don't know if I can come back next year. It's, it's hard to take the time off. Summers, I kind of wish are, it was summers are busy and there's travel and other, other things. And but. because the travel, for me personally, I wish it scooched forward and was in the middle of a single week. Mm-hmm. The fact that it basically ends Sunday makes it very hard to get back to Toronto for Monday morning work yes. and be driving. So if it was something that instead of going from, I mean, it starts Tuesday, but really it's a, it's a Wednesday to late Saturday event and spills over a bit. If instead of it was a Monday to Thursday event or something, it'd be really easy to spend a weekend coming here and a weekend going home, right. and it would be a one-week event. It has to become a week-and-a-half minimum event for me to attend unless I'm flying, so it makes it harder to get here. Especially since some people now are taking Monday off. We had a, quite a few people show up here the day before the early arrival day for K-Fest, and we even went out for dinner. Yep, which is fun. But if you want to attend Ken... Ken Fest. Awesome. <laughs> Twenty Ten Fest, which is awesome, and I'm going to be unprofessional and review it. <laughs> You'll be the marketing director. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, attending Kansas Fest is extra fun if you can bring real Apple II iron. I've never done it, but it's hard to do if you're flying, you or if you're Ken. If you're either Ken or flying, or if you, or if you are flying Ken, it is very hard to do that. Wait, is that an adjective or a verb? Yeah, it's, it's all of those things. <laughs> Fly Ken. Go take a flying Ken. I think it's an insult. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> but it's hard to do. But I, so the but two years so I've come and I've driven. so much iron here. I mean, so much A lot of people drive. Here. A, a lot, lot of people, people will also here. bring extra things for those who are flying. Yeah, it's I, an amazingly giving community that way. I'm just anemic, I guess. <laughs> Ken's little arms. Can't lift it. Oh, my key. No, I, mean, I don't have iron. Oh, I get your jokes eventually when they're explained to me. Um, they're funnier that so way. So the two years I drove, I could bring down real Apple IIs. And the year on my scooter, I couldn't. And this year, I was lucky to bring down clothing. You, I mean, you guys were, you guys were all <laughs> lucky I brought down clothing. Lord. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So if it was a midweek thing, I could always drive and always bring actual Apple II stuff, which would be nice. So change it, Ken. Well, it's more important that you're here. And I can't it is more anything. I do not have the committee's ear. <laughs> I'm not even the committee. I've got the committee's nose. <laughs> I've got the committee's eyes, you can tell. Right here, yeah. <laughs> been blacklisted from the committee. That's right. Oh. No, but uh, it's been fun. I'm not only covering this for JuiceGS, but also Computer World, which I'm also no longer a part of, but now I'm a freelancer. Ken's getting kicked out of everything. No, they, they still want Apple II coverage at ComputerWorld.com. Cool. So it's been fun. I've been doing video profiles of individuals here. That was actually uh, the, the germ of that idea was Sheppy's, so thank you for that. Sheppy. Eric Shepard. Germ. <laughs> just like saying the word. I say germ. And so I've gotten to corner various individuals here throughout the week and chat with them for two to three minutes about why... You, and the headline for the article is going to be basically Kansas Fest. Who are these people and why do they come? And, Losers. You know, those <laughs> Says the Atari guy. Right. Yeah, the, the ultimate product for ComputerWorld.com is going to be like Big Bang Theory where they're just all laughing at the geeks. So, yes. <laughs> No, but it should be fun. I've been enjoying getting to know people in that capacity because it is a good question. I mean, people ask you, this is your idea of a good time. You go to the middle of the Midwest in the middle of the summer to talk about a 36-year-old computer and nobody's making you? Yep, I get that. I think everyone who comes here gets that question from everyone else in their life. And now, hopefully, they'll be able to just point those pundits to this slideshow. Point those pundits. (laughs) Punt the pundits. So, other than Kansas Fest, what do you guys got going on going forward? You all going to keep podcasting? Kevin? Well, my podcast, I've only done two episodes, so <laughs> I hope to make it to three. That's right. We didn't do a proper introduction, but Kevin Savitz, who has been on Open Apple before, recently premiered the Atari podcast, Antic, right. along with two of your colleagues. So, yeah, we, there's, there's three of us doing it. It's called Antic, the Atari 8-Bit Podcast. 
and uh, it's available at ataripodcast.com or you know, iTunes, that sort of thing. So that? technically you've now done as many open apples <laughs> as you've done it. So really you're an Apple podcaster as much as you're an Atari <laughs> oh, podcaster. No. That's true. Is doing that, it wrong. Is that the Anticast or is that something else? I've seen, I saw another podcast. I thought it was the another Atari podcast called the Anticast, like Anticast. I don't know. If That's that a podcast that discusses... Kevin's podcast. It's very meta in the Atari. I've community. asked an awkward question. Actually, if you, if you play both podcasts at the same time, they cancel each other out. <laughs> nice. Right. Just you go in the middle and it's just silence. Right. Moses, my awesome. head, uh, uh, sound canceling headphones are just <laughs> right. <laughs> Plays both the podcasts at you. Kind of like when Carrington was interviewed by Evil Carrington for yes, TCS. Exactly. <laughs> just they, man, I want to kill that guy. They can never silence. occupy space at the same time. No, just but we occupy space. <laughs> I've occupied that space. You just love to fill up the room. <laughs> I do. I'm filling it now. Anyway. Cool. So, yeah, we are going to keep podcasting, right, Mike? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Are we going to keep podcasting, Mike? Depends. If you take that picture down. <laughs> nope. Picture's going up. Show's over. Picture up. <laughs> that photo. Do I want to see this photo? It's just a score that he made up of him supposedly beating me at Galaga. Mike and I are playing Galaga this week. We are doing Apple stuff, and we are also doing retro uh, classic arcade things for for our uh, No Quarter podcast. And this week is one of Mike's favoritest games, and it looks like I might actually beat him. No. <laughs> but this is Kansas best ever. <laughs> but this week, it's more important that you do well at Structurus. Yes, there's a Structurus tournament, and I have entered, and so far in the seed. Scores. I'm number one by long measure, I'm including no- I beat. I guess what number? How? What was your score? I'm number two. And so we've both actually beaten the creator of Structus. Yes. I'm sorry. What is Structus? It is Martin Hayes' game that he uh, released at last year's Kansas Fest. It is um, an <laughs> action-oriented Tetris-based. Uh. Game on the Apple II, and it's fantastic. It's an fun. interesting game. It's it's yeah. like it's like someone else is playing Tetris, and you are in the Tetris board. You're like a little dot, and and you have to not get squished by the falling hot tiles. It's incredibly well implemented. It's really fun. Yeah. I had never heard of the game before today, and someone's just like, "You should be in the Structress tournament." Structress, Structress, and I was just like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And he's just like, "You need to install Structress." I'm like, "I don't have an Apple II emulator on my computer." He's like, "You need to do that too." So I, I installed Sweet Sixteen. I installed Structress. It was really helpful that the 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 guy who programmed Sweet Sixteen was sitting right near next to me on the couch to help me with that. I, I played Structress. I'm like, "Okay, this is fun. Sure, I'll enter the tournament." So I haven't actually done my seed round yet, but but I will. So I played Structress for maybe 20 minutes and then I was just like I wonder if I can write a program to play this game better than I could so so now I've, I've I'm in the I'm spending all my time now uh, writing a program to play structures for yes me. because and I Kevin hope to enter that program into the tournament as well <laughs> yeah so Kevin wants to and Kevin wants to Kevin's program if Kevin's program wins I will be very disappointed <laughs> Well, that's but also impressed. I'll be very, I'll be very surprised. But it finished. It finished level one earlier. So, <laughs> so it's actually, it has a chance at not sucking. And you, and you and I played another game last night, Cards Against Humanity. Yes, yes, we did. That might not be appropriate. That it is a game playing event. And yes. tomorrow night we will be playing round two of Star Saga One, oh. which is a, a game that we began at last year's Kansas Fest and has so much reading and so much setup time. It's a game all we got done was the initial first round, 
And that's it. And we took a, a year's break, and now we're <laughs> gathering again to to commence the game, and hopefully we will get another one or two rounds in. It's a game that may take us a decade to finish. By the 50th Kansas Fest, we'll yeah. find out who the winner is. Yeah. So I'm really looking... I've, I've been wanting to play that game for years, so I was very excited. And Andy Malloy brought his copy, and so we played last year. He brought part of his copy. He was... He was the, the box is seven or eight pounds because it's, of all the books. It's a book where you just sit around and read. From, it really is. You you make your move on the on the Apple too, and it says read this paragraph in this book. And you no, it, it won't say just read this paragraph. It'll say read paragraph one hundred and forty three mm-hmm. in book J. Yeah, there are multiple <laughs> books, and the box weighs seven or eight pounds because of this, and it put Andy over his his weight limit on the airline, and so we got this panicked email from him. What what do I do? What do I do? So he left all of the books at home this time, and we just downloaded the PDFs. Uh, and somebody actually set up a, quickly set up a wiki yep. that have all the, so you can now just type in the book and the paragraph number, and it brings up. So we uh, have a whole so, online version. So we're emulating part of Star Saga One. I don't care. I'm really looking forward to. I play. I don't remember the character, but he's the ousted, disgraced son of a pirate. Could, I thought you family. played the useless chick. No, I'm the useful chick. No, it's a guy. Well, it's a five-man band. And I'm, I'm <laughs> the singer playing bass. No, I play some sort of smuggler. I'm really looking forward to smuggling again. So you like Han Solo? I am. Exactly. Like, look at me. Of course I am. Chewy. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting past the demo round that the game sets up for us. That's, what, that's all it was. Getting past the, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. So that's, that's Kansas Fest. It's, yeah. it's amazing. I'm having yeah. such a good time. We've got two more days. We've got the vendor fair. i got some Juice GS announcements. Oh, excited. I need to resubscribe to GCS unless the announcement well, is yeah, there's no reason to. Say, but provided that's not the announcement, I intend to resubscribe. That announcement will come someday. Yes. This just GCS peaked and now it's time to just, just end it. Uh, to it's like, peaking much every like year. We're going out on top. <laughs> nice. No, no, our subscriber base has been growing consistently for about the last six or seven years. That's amazing. Wow. We have more people every year than we did the last year. And is it growing internationally or just in the U.S.? You know, I meant to pull together those stats for this weekend's announcement, and I will get back to you on that. Your extensive demographic report. <laughs> I, look I know to that. where I know my subscribers' addresses. I know where they live. <laughs> he said threateningly. <laughs> <laughs> I should include that with a note. <laughs> I know where you live. You they, know. they open up the envelope. They pull out the issue. There's a sticky note. I know where you live. <laughs> like, well, duh. That's awesome. I look forward to the announcements. Will, but are we not having a banquet this year? Is there no tie? Contest. My understanding is that the Juice GS Pizza Party, which was moved from Wednesday night to Friday night, is the banquet. Okay. Will it happen just in the lounge? I am told it will happen in the presentation hall. Oh. That's a little disappointing to me. Typically, it took, it took place over in Massman Hall, which is a few hundred yards away from the building that we're in right now. Who wants to schlep all the way over there? Well, I think that's exactly what it was. They were moving uh, multimedia equipment. From oh. here over to there to give the presentations that we do every year, wonderful presentations, and then bringing them back two hours later. And I, maybe they're old and just got tired of it. I don't know. I mean, they don't I, know how to ask for help. Yeah. That actually does make sense now that you put it that way. No, it doesn't. No, no it's I not. mean, no, it doesn't, and I'm angered. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. And strike I just tape. didn't realize how but, angry I was. But speaking of hauling butt over to Massman and speaking of Juice GS, we have a Juice GS staff photo coming up in about 10 minutes, and we need to get over there. Which means we got to wrap up this podcast. We do. Well, it was very fun talking to you guys. Yeah, yeah, it was fun talking with you as well. I was talking at you guys. Very fun talking at Kevin. There are people here who do that. <laughs> yes. I don't think we are them. We talk at our listeners. Yes. We don't talk with them. Well, our listeners can listen to us on our various podcasts going forward. I look forward to two more days of Kansas Fest. As do I. 
and I look forward to coming back to Kansas Fest 2014. Apple II forever. Apple II forever. Retro go- Oh, sorry, wrong podcast. <laughs> Atari forever. No! Kevin ruins it. Right. Thanks all for listening. Hope to see you at Kansas Fest. This has been the Open Apple Podcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.open-apple.net.